Let's talk about stress. Stress is something we all deal with, but today I want to share something with you you may not have heard before. Science has actually taught us that stress can be good for us. I know that sounds crazy, but stick with me for this episode. I'll tell you all about it. Also, I'm going to talk through this one a little differently than I normally do. I'm going to speak directly to the dancers. Now, dance teachers and coaches out there, this will certainly still be helpful for you, but I've had some requests recently to cover this topic in a way that you could simply share with your dancers. So this is that episode. Listen in and feel free to share with your dancers. Okay, let's talk about the upside of stress. Welcome to the Passion for Dance podcast. I'm Dr. Chelsea, a former professional dancer and dance team coach turned sports psychologist. This podcast focuses on four main pillars, motivation, resilience, mindset, and community. Each week, you'll learn actionable strategies, mindsets, and tips to teach your dancers more than good technique. This is a podcast where we can all make a lasting impact and share our passion for dance. Let's do this. Before we dive into this episode, I want to clarify what stress actually is. We are all certainly familiar with what it feels like and how it can disrupt our lives, but what is it exactly? Stress is what happens when things are out of balance. Specifically, stress happens when we feel an imbalance between all of the demands in our lives and our sense of our capabilities. If we feel like there are requests piling up and we no longer have the time, energy, or ability to deal with it all, we get stressed. This is especially true when failure or falling short on any of those demands has important consequences, like poor grades, a friend who gets mad at you, or losing your spot on a competition routine. Demands are anything you have to do, so just think about that for a minute. Even make a list of all of the demands in your life. Dancers, this might be dance class four days a week, homework, SAT prep class, chores at home, driving your little brother to soccer, cleaning your room, helping your friend deal with some drama in her life, shopping for a homecoming dress, and on and on. So some of these things are out of your control, and you don't really get to decide when and how much, like your dance schedule and your homework. But other things on the list are there by choice like spending time with a special someone or saving downtime in your schedule to just unwind. Whether the things on your list are in your control or not, these are the demands in your life when we're thinking about stress. Now, on the other side, consider your capabilities. How much do you believe you are capable of doing? Is math homework no big deal because you're capable of it? Is hanging out with friends low stress because it's fun and you're able to do it without any extra work? Okay, great. But sometimes you no longer feel capable because there just isn't enough time in the day or the demand is something you don't believe you're able to do. So maybe math homework is usually fine, but tonight it's two hours long and you have loads of other stuff to do. You don't feel capable of getting it done, so it feels stressful. Likewise, hanging with friends is likely not stressful, but if there's drama you don't want to be a part of, or a friend is constantly complaining and bringing you down, or maybe you really just want some downtime, but you don't know how to say that to your friends. In that case, even being with friends can feel stressful. Here's how the balance analogy works when I'm talking about stress. I want you to imagine a scale. 
Something simple with two plates on either side. On one side, you have all of the demands in your life, like school, practice, homework, maybe an actual job and work to go to, or your social stuff. For every demand, imagine placing a weight on that side of the scale. Then on the other side of the scale are your capabilities. Do you believe you have what you need to deal with it all? Do you have help? Do you have time? Usually we feel capable for a while, and for every demand that weighs down the scale, we can add a weight of capability to the other side. Maybe your parent asks for a favor with a sibling and you say, sure, then you add a weight to the capability side. You don't feel stressed, you're able to handle it and keep it balanced. Overall, if you feel like things are balanced between the demands and your sense of capabilities, you have what you need to handle what's on your plate and you're doing okay. But once the demands start to outweigh the capabilities, that's when we feel stressed. What's really happening is that we don't feel like we have the resources to deal with everything that's demanded of us, so we get stressed, especially if we are really worried about the negative consequences if we fail. Okay, do you still have that scale image in your mind? All right, if the plate with all of your demands outweighs the plate with your capabilities, you're going to feel stressed, right? But there's really two ways you can get it balanced again. You can either take care of a demand, like finish that homework, clean your room, or show up to dance practice, or you can increase your capabilities by taking care of yourself or reaching out for social support from your friends and family. Either way, you're going to balance out the scale again. So here's the really interesting part though. Stress isn't all bad. We're usually taught that stress is terrible and we need to do everything in our lives to get rid of it. And sure, stress can be just as bad for your health as smoking or high blood pressure if it's not dealt with. But if you cope with the stress in your life properly by balancing out that scale, it's actually good for you. So let me explain the upside of stress because yes, there is an upside. Dr. Kelly McGonigal explains this really well in her book, The Upside of Stress. I will link to it in the show notes if you want to dig into this a little deeper. But here's a summary of what she talks about as the upside of stress. There was a study at Harvard where people were told to view their stress response as a good thing. So people were in this study and they came into the university and they were told to complete some hard math problems with a video camera recording them. They were told to count backward by threes out loud, starting at a big number. So imagine what that would feel like. Count backward by threes out loud from 271. The camera is on, ready, go. Sounds stressful, right? The study was designed to simulate what it's like to be stressed when other people are watching. If we're worried about failing in front of others or letting people down, we experience more stress. That's why stress is more likely if the stakes are higher, like a big exam, an audition, or a competition. Some of the people in this experiment, however, were first told to view their stress response as a good thing. They were told to view stress as a sign that they were getting more oxygen to the brain, that the stress you feel just means your body is rising to the challenge. And you know what happened? When these people were told to view their stress response as a good thing, their blood vessels didn't constrict like the normal stress response that causes all those negative consequences. Instead, the blood vessels stayed dilated and looked the same as someone who is experiencing courage, not stress. So if you view your body's stress response as a good thing, as a way to prepare for what you're about to do, 
you're increasing your sense of what you're capable of. Your body physically allows for more blood to flow and you are mentally able to handle the situation. Think about yourself specifically for a minute. How do you view your normal stress response? When you are really stressed, what do you feel in your body? Do you get headaches? Do you get tired? Does your brain feel fuzzy or you're extra irritable? When it's happening in your body, do you view it as a terrible thing? It's like that sign of, I'm so stressed, I can't deal with this. When you have to sit down and study for a test that you are stressed about, do you believe that your body's response means you're stressed and you won't be able to handle it? Or what about when you're stressed out for a week of big dance competitions, lots of events coming up? How do you view your response to those increasing demands? Well, normally you probably feel that sense of dread in your body. You're tired, you're irritable, and you know, I'm stressed. This is going to be such a rough week. Well, here's the shift I want you to try next time. You don't want to just get rid of stress. Sure. If you can get something off your demand list, do it. Procrastination and adding things to the list will just make it worse. But if you can't take a demand off your list, maybe this competition is coming up this week, whether you feel ready or not, then change how you view stress. Instead of trying to get rid of the stress, you want to change how you think about stress because how you think about it matters. Consider your stress response as your body's way of responding with courage. When your heart pounds, when you're sweaty, when you're short of breath, when you're frustrated, Think of it as your body's way of preparing and handling the stressful situation. You'll be able to have an actual physical response that's more helpful and you'll be able to stay calm and even perform better. Now, if you want some more help handling the stress in your life, whether you're a dancer, a dance teacher, or coach, I have some practical tips for you as a free download to go along with this episode. You'll find it in the show notes, wherever you're listening or at chelseaparati.com slash 36. So go grab that and you can take a look at some other strategies that go a little further than take time off and take care of yourself because that's helpful, but sometimes it doesn't always feel realistic. So to sum up my point today, I hope you take a new view of stress. Notice what's in your control, whether it be reducing the demands in front of you or improving your capabilities. Take control of your stress scale and keep it balanced as best you can. And when you're feeling extra stressed, notice what's going on in your body and remember to view your stress as your body's way of showing courage. That way, your stress won't get in the way of the things that you love in life, and you can continue to share your passion for dance with the world.